the Nucleus series for Lakutis Sichas, volume 16, the third Sicha for Shemot. And Moses grew up. The verse tells us the child, meaning Moses, grew up, and she, meaning Moses' mother, Yocheved, brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, Batya. And he, meaning Moses, became like her, meaning Batya's son. Followed by the next verse telling us, now it came to pass in those days that Moses grew up and went out to his brothers and looked at their burdens. Upon the latter, Rashi comments, was it not already written, the child grew up? Rabbi Yehuda, the son of Rabbi Eloi, said, the first one, meaning the verse, the child grew up, was Moses' growth in height. And the second one, Moses grew up, was his growth in greatness because Pharaoh appointed him over his house. Questions. It is not the way of Rashi to ask the question and then answer it, but rather to only give the explanation, which would then remove the question. Question number two. Pharaoh's Dora gave Yocheved the baby in order for Yocheved to nurse him, which normally lasts for two years. Hence, how can the first one of and she, Yocheved, brought him to Pharaoh's daughter at the age of two, be speaking of in height. Question number three. Rashi's way is to only quote the name of the sage teaching the teaching if by doing so the teaching becomes clearer to the student. Hence, why does Rashi tell us here, Rabbi Yehuda, the son of Rabbi Eloi, said, Rashi is not struggling with the duplicity of the words grew up in itself as much as with that with which the second verse stated clearly, now it came to pass in those days, meaning that this verse is talking about in proximity to the last verse, which says that Moses, the child, grew up and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, which was at the age of two. Hence, how can we say at the age of two, Moses grew up to greatness. Therefore, Rashi is telling us here that the first the child grew up is not speaking of Moses finishing to nurse at the age of two, but rather Yocheved managed to give excuse after excuse that for the benefit of the child, he should not be separated from his wet nurse. I mean, remember that Pharaoh's daughter did not know Yocheved was Moses' mother. Yet, until Yocheved could no more, for at the age of 11, 12 years old, and that's actually what the Medrash says, that Moses was 12 years old when he was separated from his father's home. But at that point, when the child grew in height, Yocheved could no longer prolong returning Moses to Pharaoh's daughter. However, now we understand that when Rashi quotes that it's in height, he's trying to point out that it was not at the end of the nursing stage, which was the first agreement between Yocheved and Pharaoh's daughter, but rather it was at the age of 12. However, even at the age of 12, how can we say that Moses grew up to greatness, that Pharaoh would have appointed Moses, a Jewish child nonetheless, over state affairs at the age of 12? Rashi clarifies that the greatness which we are speaking of is, quote, because Pharaoh appointed him over his house. And even though that even for this greatness, Moses seems a bit young, the age of 12 as well, nevertheless, it would make sense if there was a reason for it. 
as we find concerning Joseph, the verse says, And Joseph found favor in his, meaning Potiphar's eyes, and he, Joseph, served him, and he, Potiphar, appointed him, Joseph, over his house at the age of 18. So too, concerning Moses grow up, grew up, named Moses because she, Pharaoh's daughter, said, For I drew him, Mishisihu, drew him from the water, and hence cherished deeply by Pharaoh's daughter. And Moses, quote, became like her son, end quote. It would therefore make sense that Moses was appointed over the internal household matters, even at the age of 12. Now, in order to strengthen the idea of Moses' appointment at the age of 12, which was far younger than Joseph's appointment at the age of 18, Rashi tells us the name Rabbi Yehuda, the son of Rabbi Eloi, said. Now, the Talmud tells us that Rabbi Yehuda was so extremely poor that Rabbi Yehuda's wife went out to the market, collected wool, and made a, only one, a thick cloak. That's how poor they were. When she would go out to the market, she would cover herself with it. And when Rabbi Yehuda would go out to pray, he would cover himself with the cloak and pray. To the point that, the Talmud goes on to say, on one occasion, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel decreed a fast. Rabbi Yehuda did not come to the house of the fast where everyone gathered. The people there said to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Yehuda does not have a garment to cover himself with, and therefore he shies away from public events. That's what the Talmud tells us. And nevertheless, we find in a different tractic in the Talmud, quote, Rabbi Yehuda was the halachic decisor of the house of the prince. And he was, Totos tells us there, appointed by the Caesar head of the speakers. And as well, in a different tractic in Talmud, in Shabbat, Rabbi Yehuda, son of Rabbi Loi, was the head of the speaker in every place. Hence, we see that Rabbi Yehuda was one who, according to his external appearance, was not capable, compatible to being appointed a leader. And nevertheless, because he found favor and grace in the eyes of the sovereignty, he was appointed to greatness. Hence, Rashi brings him as a support that the same happened by Moses, that even Moses was extremely young, so externally he was not compatible to be even in charge of Pharaoh's house. Nevertheless, because Moses found favor in the eyes of Pharaoh's daughter, he was appointed to greatness. We will see in the article, Personal Growth and Leadership Growth, what are the mystical teachings and the lessons to be learned from this Rashi.